All right, somebody kick us off. Anybody. Let's get this over with. <laughs> Zach's just ready to go. Podcast ain't even started. Can we get this shit over? Ah. What's up, everybody? This is the Mochi Mochi Podcast, the coolest cat. Just got a podcast with your host, Hayden, Zach, Tim, and our boys back, Link. Woo! <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> you weren't gone very long. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. It's cool, though. What's up? I'm, I'm back because of my mom. So, so it's been shout out, Shout out to my mother. She <laughs> yeah. wants me on the podcast. Oh, for oh, yeah. real? He's been talking about giving his mom a shout out on the podcast like, yeah. all week. Heck yeah. Like, my mom wants a shout out. My mom. Give her a shout out, Lake. You're the I one holding you, her back. Yeah. Shout out to my mother. My mom actually. Shout out to my mom too. Shout out to my mom too. She found out about the podcast because I, I don't know how. I, I, there's no way my parents have watched or listened. There's absolutely no way because I know my parents. If I ever went, my, went to my parents and I was like, hey, you guys want to watch this hour long video of me and my friends talking about stuff? They'd say, no. Because they don't like YouTube like that. <laughs> My parents opposite. They're like, yes, I want to watch Tim. Well, it's just like, I was thinking about this today. Is like, we'll sit and watch YouTube videos for hours. So I was like, yo, there's a video on YouTube. It's an hour long. Do you want to watch it? They're like, there's videos on YouTube longer than three minutes. No, we're not watching that. We're going to watch Fox News. And I was like, all right, whatever. For but, two hours. But my mom, yeah. For, no, for way, way longer than that. Um, you and my mom, watch Fox News? My mom also... Now mm. I do. <laughs> my mom also doesn't ever pronounce it Mochi Mochi Podcast, right? She says, Mochi, Mochi. And I'm like, yes, mom, it's all of those. Zach, do you want to start out? Nope. How, what? Nope. You don't want to start <laughs> off? No. Why? No. I want to hear your dirty laundry. I don't even want to hear my dirty laundry. I, oh, Zach said the same thing to me, and I was like, I, I'm not, if he doesn't want to talk about it, he doesn't want to talk about it's it. It's been I, a rough day, boys. I respect that. Man, he literally Man. walked into the house, and I was like, what's wrong with Zach? Like, you can just tell. He's pissed. And he grabbed a beer, and he's like, I don't care. I'm cracking a cold one. Yeah, bros. Yeah, as soon as we walked in there, it didn't take us long. He was grabbing a beer, and I was grabbing a tangerine. Yeah. Right off the bat. God. So. <laughs> we knew the party's going to start <laughs> soon. Imagine walking into a bar and they have just a bowl of tangerines and Lake's like, mm. he's the guy just sitting at the bar eating tangerines. <laughs> I want to, I want to animate it of that <laughs> just to see you like eating tangerines at the bar. It would just be like a rough bar, like from Pee Wee Herman, and then, like <laughs> the door slams open and it's just Lake. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> he, like dead silent. He walks over and he's like, cracks his neck. He pulls out a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a, a beer, sir? Nah, free. <laughs> put, put, put a couple slices in my drink, please. Uh, anyway, even if even if Zach doesn't want to talk about it, I'll send uh, sending you the good vibes, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, but it's not like been the best day for everybody either. I mean, it was good at work. I had a good, I had a great time at work today. I had a, I had a good day at work. I had as a well. bad time before work. <laughs> I had so. a pretty decent day today. Yeah. I actually got out. And uh, drove around town for a little bit, which is rare. I never do that. Then unless I, I have somewhere home. to go. <laughs> no, I actually had to go out to the UPS store, dropped off some packages, uh, nice. eat Amazon returns. And then I went to um, a couple places uh, like that Slaghead place. What? Walked What'd in you there, call me? walked out. Cause the brewery I just, downtown? Yeah. Oh. 
in uh, Trustful? I checked that out. Was... You got a drink real quick? No. Some tangerines. I just wanted to see what it looked like. <laughs> Dude, if they had tangerine flavored like uh, alcohol, like it would be all over. <laughs> okay, so are we not going to try the orange flavored vanilla Coke? I've already tried it. I haven't had it yet. I'll, we'll go buy some after the podcast. What, what's the verdict on that? Is that good or bad? Yeah, I like it. it okay, so... Sorry, Lake. We'll get we'll back come to back. Your, to we'll come back. No, to that's your story. That's I just I gotta talk about this really. So there is a new Coca Cola flavor, orange vanilla, which we talk about flavors all the time. Yeah. And outside of the podcast about why there's so many different flavors, it's because not everyone has the same taste buds, so they buy different flavors. Mm-hmm. But the person who's just like, hey, let's mix vanilla and orange, Coca Cola. Definitely went to like Moe's and just went on the the Coke machine and picked. Yeah, buttons that's and... what I was thinking too. That sounds so, like something that'd come from Japan though, more than anything. Yeah, they I, try every flavor out. Oh, they have a new Pepsi, uh, like a J, uh, Pepsi. Yeah, it's like a Pepsi that's pink and it's like J J Pop. I don't know. Ooh, I want to try order some of that Pepsi so. that tastes like J Pop. Ooh, I'm, I'm in for that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the new Coke Orange Vanilla. It's it's a little strange. So I'm a big fan of Coke products. I like Diet uh, Diet Coke and Coke Zero, and I like Coke Vanilla a lot. Uh, it reminds me of the drive-in. But every time I drink the vanilla Coke, it has this very specific taste. When you drink orange, which I don't think there's ever been a Coke with an orange flavor in it. Not that I remember. Not that they really sell. They have those machines where you can get the flavoring in the other drinks, but... They don't. I don't think they've ever actually sold it. Yeah. In, so, the, in the market. So, I remember that. question to y'all: How many of y'all have actually had a vanilla Coke before? I love them. Oh, That's yeah. like my favorite drink. Hello. Okay. How many of y'all had a Sunkiss before? Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do not like Sunkiss though. So it. T- what? You don't it's like not, orange drink? I do not like orange drink. You like the purple drink? That's all you have to say. But that's it. <laughs> but that's, it was yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. And cut. The um, so it tastes like a sun kiss in a way, and then it gives you the vanilla flavor of Coke kind of aftertaste a little bit. Uh, it's not one of those things you take a sip of and then you so, put it down, you kind of have to like take it, you know, get it the in your aftertaste, yeah, you have to kind of get in there. Bit. And it's only because it's laced with a few handfuls of cocaine to make oh. it addictive. <laughs> what check, 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 hmm. y'all hear my mic? No, bro, yeah, I Whoa. can hear you. You're low though, yeah. Well, we're going to pause the podcast so we can fix Zachy. Okay, we're back from the technical difficulties. We don't know where we were, but like, I want you just to read what that customer said to you into the microphone, because I thought it was actually incredible. All right, yeah. So this lady came in. She brought in an HDMI cable to DVI cable, and everyone knows that's purely a display cable, but she was like trying to get from the modem to the monitor because she needed internet to her monitor. So I had to explain. I had to backtrack a little bit. <laughs> Zach is like, what? I had to backtrack a little bit and explain to her that's not how that works. I'm on the same page as you, Zach. I'm like, so mon- it, So she, th- she thinks the monitor is the computer. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right. I had to ask her a ton of questions. I was like, all right, is it an all-in-one computer? She's like, no, 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 I have it connected to my laptop. I'm like, okay, cool. So you take this in to the laptop, to the monitor, and you have your display. And she was like, yeah, okay. But I need internet on the monitor because I have internet on my laptop. I just need it on my monitor. I'm like, that's not how that works. What? Yeah. So it, he, he posted it in the chat and I read it. And I'm like, man, 
how do what for I, computer I, work plug but the thing is like I, y'all don't really ever experience that you have your parents probably every once well you did no, for well, AV but like my you, parents are not I once did a service call for a, for the head <laughs> of the University of Alabama the head of university the head honcho of UAB big dog to come work on their TV because he said the TV was broken it wasn't turned on I walked in and hit the power button and then walked back out and then you were like, drop. and you were all like, <laughs> but like, I literally sat across from the action center and, and looked this woman straight in the eyes for a good two minutes, trying to like wrap my head around the situation and where to begin. Yeah. Because yeah, you can't tell her that she's an idiot. No. You have to like, explain you can think it, but you can't say it. Nah. What, what makes me think of that is I bet you anything, uh, Steven could tell us a million stories about the same thing that he has to deal with this kind of stuff as well because he's always yeah, he's a big geek squad. Yeah, he he's got. Did endless. you smell like dirt? <laughs> smell like dirt. Yeah, I gotta go. Sorry, you smell can, like can dirt. We, can we say that about our customers? What? No. <laughs> I mean, you can, but I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, this leads me on to like last week or a couple weeks ago or whenever that episode drops. I was talking about wanting to do a new podcast with new topics with a theme. I want to start a podcast called Blue Shirts. It's Ooh. called Blue Shirts. Okay. And you get blue shirt employees to sit around the table, uh, dish out just the that, yeah. ridiculousness that happens day to day in retail. Cause in it retail, yes. all the time. Well, yes. I got this one today because she wasn't a customer. Uh, so we have this sweet old lady that works at Best Buy, and she got yelled at yesterday to the point of almost crying at work because a woman came into Best Buy. To return a fire tablet, okay, because we sell fire tablets, which are Amazon tablets. Um, and she got super upset that we couldn't find her receipt because she bought it on Amazon. And because she was, and we're thinking because she is so embarrassed that they, that we found out that she bought it on Amazon and not in Best Buy, that she, then do people not have brains <laughs> where are these people's bra- dude i bought i bought this thing from uh did we live on the brain i bought this thing from target can i return it to academy just because i want to <laughs> it makes me think of that it want happens to? all the time like people will buy stuff online come in to return it and be like i bought this toaster at sears 20 years ago why can't i return it here yeah, uh, McDonald's got my burger wrong. Can I return it to Walmart real quick? Thanks. So you said she was in bed. What? So oh finish God. the story. She freaked out in Best Buy because she yeah, she freaked out Best Buy and told and like told our coworker that she needs to be fired and because she is a terrible employee because they couldn't return something that they didn't buy from our store. <laughs> like oh my goodness, like. That doesn't matter. I still don't. My like, customer service is like such a rough job. I don't mm-hmm. know. I want to. I don't know if I could ever do that. You're like we about... we deal with like a fraction of what they deal with. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I everyone that works customer service in any job, we especially you. my job, I salute you. You oh, guys yeah. have a hard job, yeah, and I sure. acknowledge it for <laughs> sure because people be, are the hardest part of our job. Be nice to people in customer service, no matter where you are, because they deal with. More awful crap than you can imagine when it comes to like idiots and stuff like that in retail. But kind of going back to talking about the the orange Coke, whatever. I haven't had it. I, I do want to try it because I mean, like, I do like orange. I'm not that crazy on Coke, but I do like vanilla flavored stuff as well. Um, I was thinking today, 
and I have my million dollar scheme, boys. Oh god. I just gotta propose it. Title of the podcast right here. <laughs> gotta propose it to two companies. Two companies I'm very well like associated with. <laughs> or known for liking their products, I guess I could say. So what a burger so, and ah, you're wrong. Verb. Already wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my second that's my second one. <laughs> All right, so my, if, if, if my first one doesn't go through that's that's the one I'm going for. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's up, Verve? I need. We're gonna have uh, the Whataburger anime, anyways. So I like Pop Tarts. Okay. And I like Red Bull. Oh, <laughs> Don't God. get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. What if I went to one of these companies? Whoever like owns them is like, all right. So what if I said we made a Red Bull flavored Pop Tart? Sure. Because I was thinking, I, <laughs> sure. and then I might drop and walk out. And I'm like, my people call your people. But you first you have to email me because I don't have any people. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, and then let the cash roll in. But I was thinking that's not that far-fetched of an idea for like a flavor because Unless I feel like... Unless it's sugar-free. Yeah. I mean, because I was, I was thinking I like as many crappy... There was uh, the cereal we talked about, the Sour Patch Kids cereal. And I was like, that got approved. And I'm like, what's the same? My idea wouldn't get approved either. And Pop-Tarts have come out with some... They had like Jolly Rancher flavored like Pop-Tarts. Hold up, I'm back like, up. I'm like, no. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids cereal? Yeah. Yes. Where have I been? Uh, would, not at Walmart. Would you want that? Like, is it literally the, the gummy okay. candy? No, no, no it's, it's, it's a cereal. It is crunchy, but oh. it tastes exactly like that. Oh, my goodness. But think about sour milk. <sighs> yeah, ew, gross. Yes. Yeah. Now, maybe as like a, like, eating out of the box. I could see yeah. that better. Anyways, what are we talking about? What the heck happened at 9 a.m. this morning, Tim, that made you just take to Twitter? Which I know, but... Yeah, so... Uh, so this is a big story, pretty much for like all my friends that have known me for years, and everyone's favorite part of usually coming over to our house is blackout. So this is a blackout story. So blackout, my thirteen-year-old dog, who I've had since I was eleven years old, lives outside. I mean, she just lives outside. She has always been outside. She opens the door every morning. She goes out. She runs around the yard. She sleeps in the yard. She literally just stays in my yard all day. But she has a knack of barking whenever I'm out there because she's not protective, but she's, it's like a warning kind of like. It's just what dogs, dogs just bark. This yeah. is what they do. So, so I'm walking to my car because I'm going to work. And my neighbor works. My neighbor is outside of his car. Uh, he's about to go to work too, and he, like, I guess, forgot something. So he drove up to the side of his house to walk up his hill to go into his house. And as I'm walking into my car, Black House walking beside me sees him walking up and starts barking at him, not like chasing him and like dash towards him. Like she's literally just barking at him from afar, from mm-hmm. me. And. And then as I'm like opening my door, he goes, Hey, is that your dog? And I was like, Yeah, she's she's good though. She just barks. She doesn't she doesn't bite or do anything like that. She's just doing it because I'm outside. And he goes, he goes, You need to put her on a leash. My wife, uh, like she's my wife is terrified of dogs and you're and she's kind of threatening. And and I was like Which is absurd. If you ever met Blackout or no Blackout or you've seen Blackout 
She's nowhere near <laughs> even close to threatening of a dog. Yeah. She is a little grandma. <laughs> She's she, literally... I mean, she really is an old, an old grandma of a dog. And so I had to go to work and blackout, you know, I, I can't just simply just go get blackout, pick her up and take her in real quick. Like I have to leave for work. So I leave for work. As soon as I leave for work, I started to get a bunch of notifications on my security cameras. So I swipe it to see, and our neighbor gets in his, gets back into his car, then he drives right in front of our house and parks his car. So he pulls up right to our house, which is super sketchy. Like, who does that? Who just, like, pulls up right to your house, and then he stays there. I have it all on video. Then he goes around the corner, drives, parks right back in front of his house. And then, and then I get about six minutes, seven minutes go by. It's another Arlo notification. And a cop pulls up right next to him on the other side of the road. Gets out, walks to his vehicle. And Sarah, Sarah is asleep. So I see the, car, the cop car. I call her real quick and said, hey... Babe, the neighbor just called the cops on blackout. And seriously, you can hear like a little bit of their audio from the Arlo camera. And he's only lived here a month. Like our new, he's a new neighbor. Yeah. Like he hasn't even been here like a month. Both our, we've been living here for almost three years. And like both our neighbors are like, yeah, blackout's awesome. Like she just, she keeps all our houses safe and warns us of people coming around. Right. So I'm watching all this from work and I'm literally on the phone with her and watching at the same time from work. And the officer gets done talking to him, comes up to our house, knocks on the door, talks to Sarah, and she leaves me on the phone so I can kind of hear the whole conversation. Pretty much gives her yada yada, your dog needs to be on a leash, and then kind of gives her a citation and says, says if, um, if, she, if we get another call and she's not on a leash, uh, Tim will go, to, will go to jail. So I will go to jail if... There's another citation to me. I'm going to look up that law because that doesn't sound right. I feel like they would just take the dog, not you. Yeah, yeah. they would. Yeah, and it's I, I, what I was thinking too is that like I told Tim earlier today, and like I, when I saw that he posted about it, because I saw what he posted, he said, "Hey, met my neighbor today." You know, f that guy, and I was like, "Well, that means that he's just a scumbag." I didn't know the extent that he was like had a problem with blackout, and then I saw that Tim posted about it, and I was like, "Oh, well, now I have a problem with it," because like you know, it's blackout, and I, I told Tim on one hand, it's like I know Alabama has these laws where it's like your dog is required to have a leash. But on the other hand, it's like he should not have called the police for that if he had just like talked to him about it and was like, you know, uh, respectful and be like, hey, you know, I'm not cool with the dog. I just want to let you know that if you ha- he has to be on a leash and if not, we I will take it into like uh, further than that. But just being like talking to him and then taking it further and be like, yeah, well, screw that guy. I'm going to call the cops anyways. That's not right. Yeah. I saw Tim post it today, but. I didn't respond to the matter because I guess I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one because I don't have the same view that you guys have, unfortunately. And being someone who has lived with Blackout and known Blackout the entirety of our friendship, Blackout has gotten older and her hearing's not as well and her vision for sure because last night is a testament to that. If Blackout does not notice you, she gets aggressive. She has 
a bark that's not just like a bark. It is like you can tell the tone of the bark. It is it is aggressive. Yeah. And if one, I know it's blackout, and I know as soon as as soon as she like recognizes who I am, right, everything's fine. But I have to park my van up on the corner, mm-hmm. and blackout will stand in the middle of the road, up past y'all's house. In her stance and bark at me, and it only mm-hmm. gets more aggressive the closer that I get until she sees, oh, hell, I know who you are. Yeah. It's gotten to when, even when I lived here, Blackout would be asleep in the yard, and I could pull up right beside her, turn my car off, and then when I get out of the car, it startles her. She had no idea that I pulled up behind her. And That's true. She, yeah. she jumps up, and she gets, she has that same bark. And she's like, oh, no, I know who you are. Everything's fine. But that's happened several times. And the, the only reason I have this, you know, I don't agree with you guys is because it happened yesterday. Yeah. And I just, on the corner, walking down the street. And she's like, if you didn't know Blackout was so lovable and this cute little lamb of a dog, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Yeah, and so definitely. I'm kind of on his side. Like, yeah, I mean, when we lived together, we tried the leash. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try it again. I just bought another one today. Yeah, but so I see where he's coming from, though, and true. I see where he's, I wouldn't have gone as far as like like if I would have talked to you in the morning. Yeah, and you were just a dick about it, like, oh no, she's fine. I gotta go to work. Fuck you. And then you left, I'd which be like, I didn't do. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, and then I'd call the pound or something. He might have saw it that way, but like I'm literally getting in my car to go to work, <clears throat> and I would, I'm like, hey, like she's she's good. She's not yeah, gonna yeah. harm you. She's not gonna do anything. And then he has the attitude about it. Yeah, and something I was also thinking about, it'd be a little bit different if there was like maybe like two or maybe another other two dogs running around the neighborhood, but it's literally just blackout running around the neighborhood. Yeah. So well, I kind of feel like he might just see it a little bit more threatening than it actually should be. And I will say there was one occasion where, and like we talked about blackout, she's an old lady. She is an old lady for, for sure. Um, there was one when I was living in the room next, uh, next to this one, I went to go like uh, get in my bed but blackout would not move. So I had to like try to pick her up and push her. Like you said, she didn't recognize that was me when I tried to pick her up. She didn't snap at me, but she growled at me really bad. And I was like, that's the only time she's ever made that move. But I was like, I took that as like, okay, she's just old. And that's just, that's just how old dogs are. I had to add a basset hound who she was like that too. But once she like recognized, she's like, Oh, this is my owner. This is somebody, you know, I love they cuddle up next to you. So I do, from your perspective, I understand like what how everybody really feels about this, and like kind of how he feels like how dogs should be like on leashes, and that is the law, and I think that we should like go about about that. But at the same time, I think you know him kind of pulling up while he's in his work car to be like kind of scoping out our house. That's sketchy. That's wrong. Yeah, and I showed him the video. You didn't see that video. Oh my bad. It's cool. Uh, but also a little contradiction to what you're saying. So, Blackout does do that where she does sometimes. She even does it with me sometimes. But, the second part of the video is a police officer pulling in front of our house and Blackout's literally just sitting there looking at him. Doing absolutely nothing. No barking, just literally looking at the officer. He gets out of the car. Blackout doesn't bark. Walks to our door. And then also, the mailman pets Blackout every single morning when he, whenever he delivers mail. So, I don't know how well of a case that is if... The mailman and the police officer get this like equal treatment. It's just I think me being there makes her do that. She always does that when I'm around. But if I'm not around, she's just sleeping in the yard or just staring at people as I walk by. 
The only time she really ever does that is when it's either one, she can't obviously can't see anything at night. So, I mean, I'd be the same too. If like I'm, if I was in my yard or something like that and a person was walking towards me and I couldn't see them and then they get up close, boom. I'd be like, oh, okay, I know who that is. But you can't really tell, especially when you're 100 years old. I can understand that point, because at the same time, I guess we'll just put her up, or she can just sleep inside. I don't really care. I mean, she's like 13, 14 years old, about to be. So, I mean, anyway. That does suck, though. So, so something I had like proposed about we talk about, um, since, like, and also before we get into this, I want to say like thanks to Zach for actually editing like the that Moshi Mondays video about like where I did the drunk anime review because I actually got like and then you posted it on Reddit and it actually got like some views and I like it got positive responses on Reddit and YouTube and I was like kind of surprised by that and I kind of mentioned uh like, it makes me want to like do that more like videos like that more maybe do videos on my own like of that kind of caliber because I really enjoy doing it maybe if I do it sober I can do it a little bit better so that'd be a lot more fun. <laughs> But also, you mentioned uh, you posted uh, Munchie Monday's video today. This will kind of timestamp, huh? You did? Yeah, he posted a Mochi Monday's yeah. video uh, today, which is kind of timestamp like when we're recording this, but uh, of like uh, the MomoCon like reel and like everything that happened at MomoCon and got yeah. me thinking today about how much that like uh, MomoCon like has any con that I've been to is my favorite just because we all went, we had a great time. And on this podcast, we've talked about like cons plenty of times. It's been like the subject for discussion. Every time I've gone to one, big or small, local or like out of state, and uh, we always have a great time. But and every time we talk about these, uh, Zach has touched down a little bit on his experience going to RTX. <laughs> RTX, yeah. And every time he's done this, he hasn't really gone too in depth because he lets us talk about AWA, MomoCon, which went with us, Comic Con, all these big ones, whatever. But I really don't know just about anything about RTX other than the fact that you just kind of really went by yourself, right? And then it was like. It's like going to the Mac Daddy, but it's like way out there. Yeah. We went to like a neighboring state. You went to like Texas. Yeah. So that kind of like uh, tell us the whole like thing with that. I want I want to hear about it. For yeah, sure. I can if y'all want to. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, well, if you haven't seen any of the other episodes, I guess I'll just start from the beginning. We were RTX is put on by Rooster Teeth every year in Austin, Texas. It's just the RTX is the Rooster Teeth Expo, and it's pretty much it's like Rooster Teeth does so many different projects all within their company that this expo is really just a way for them to put everything that they do on display. And so all the fans from all across the country can come and as one big community come, you know, intermingle with RTX employees and the talent that you watch on the internet all the time. So we, they had done it all these years. This is RTX 2016. I'll check it. 2017. Go for it. I'll check. I can't remember. But uh, I'd pitched the idea to Tim and Phil and Ashlyn at the time. I was like, man, let's, let's go. I've never been to a con before. I've never been to any kind of like anything th- like this related. Like mm-hmm. RTX was like, I was like, dang, you know, this would be cool. So Tim and Phil and Ashlyn are like, hell yeah, let's do it. So we plan out uh, rooms. We find a room right across from the convention center, so it's hella expensive, but it's going to be great because we're going to split it up, fly out there. Or were we going to drive? Uh, I think we, we're going to fly. How long sure. is it, by the way? What, the, the flight? It's a, it's a 14-hour drive. It's like a 
three three or four hour flight. How long is RTX? Oh, <laughs> RTX is a weekend thing. It's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, cool. So it's not like super long. Yeah. So I've mentioned this so many times, but anyway, come time for RTX, like two weeks out, um, Tim, Phil, and Ashlyn drop. Just <laughs> work related and school and you know college. Yeah, it's just like stuff happens, mm-hmm. but. I'd already purchased my ticket for RTX and I was kind of going through some stuff mentally and just on my own. It's like, I, this is, I feel like this is a, the, the step in the right direction is mm-hmm. to just put myself out there. So they dropped and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go. So I bought a plane ticket and I just covered the room by myself. I had this huge freaking room, dude, this huge room. So it was like a nice hotel then? <laughs> Yeah, they, it was the Marriott in downtown Austin, and they had just completed building it that year. And, like, I've never been to Texas. Texas. Texas is one of the states I've always wanted to go to because I've seen, like, and Tim went to Texas, like, last year or whatever. And talks, everybody talks about how awesome Texas is, and there's a lot of cool stuff there. I mean, it's a huge state, but I've Dude, always wanted to go. Austin, and- Texas was awesome, man. It was beautiful. So, long story short, I fly out there, and you, uh, I flew out on a Thursday and so, like, I got there Thursday evening. Um, for one, I didn't plan out. I was like, okay, I'll land in Austin, Texas, and then, yeah, I'll just go to my hotel. Yeah, no big deal. But then you're like, well, f- how the hell do I get, my, get to my hotel? So I'm sitting there in the terminal, and I download Lyft because I downloaded Uber and created an account, did all this stuff. Come to find out, Uber wasn't in Austin, Texas at the time. Oh, shoot. Which he should have known that. Should have, yeah. Because he watches the RTX podcast every single week. So, I jump on the subreddit. This worked out great. I jump on the subreddit, and people are like, hey, if you're using Lyft, here's a code for a free your first free trip. In, oh, that's in awesome. So, I'm sitting there in the terminal. Everybody's walking through. Download Lyft. Get in a Lyft. Go to my hotel. And, um... What's cool about this this particular RTX is uh, there's this another another company called Screw Attack, mm-hmm. or what used to be Screw Attack. I think it's Game Attack now, oh, but they bad. it was Screw Attack convention and RTX combined as one. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, the Screw Attack convention was going on in my hotel. Like the hotel I was staying in had all these uh, like conference rooms and stuff on the bottom floor. So it was like a whole separate convention going on in my hotel. So it was cool because you could go to RTX during the day, and then at night, you know, when the conference, I mean, the convention center shut down, you had all this stuff to do back at the hotel. Um, So, yeah, it was really overwhelming. One, being in a completely new city that that I've never been to before. And then two, I'm completely alone. Like, Right. All by myself. And but it was it was like a nice feeling too because it was almost like I proved to myself like okay, this I don't need my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not like but I was there. I was there and then in the hotel lobby everybody's checking at the same time because all these people from all over the world have showed up you know, for one so reason. It was, yeah. So it's kind of nice like you're alone but then again like you look over and somebody's wearing like a kind of funny t-shirt or yeah. something like that. And you're like, okay. It's like, it was, 
it was nice. You're, so, you're around like-minded people, so it's yeah. like you're alone, but you also feel like you're like involved, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel like when I go to conventions as well. Yeah, because so. I wanted to go really bad. Like I did want to go, I just couldn't afford it. Yeah, especially it, it, with everyone else backed out. Man, it just made it even worse. And it it was like it was super. It was it was really expensive to go and do, but the job I had at the time, and and you know I had whatever, so it was totally worth going to do it. Um, so let's say Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday. I, uh, so Thursday evening, I check into the hotel. Everything kicks off on Friday. So both the screw attack convention and RTX kick off on Friday. Uh, the way that they kind of did, you know, so that schedules weren't conflicting, uh, the screw attack convention took place at night. So a lot of the events that they had, you wouldn't have to worry about missing anything that they were doing because you were going to be at the convention center watching RTX stuff. Right. So I want to say Friday, the first panel I went to was a kind of funny panel with all the kind of funny guys. The and old cast of kind of funny, too. It was the old cast, but Colin didn't, didn't show up because Colin didn't like, doesn't oh, yeah. like doing conventions. Except yeah. for their own ones. Even them, barely. Yeah. Barely, yeah. It's kind of weird, though. So that was like my first, so boom, my first convention, my first time in a new city, and my first panel ever is the Kind of Funny guys. Which is great. It was so good. It was really good. For anybody who's not familiar with Kind of Funny, they're just like online personalities that do podcasts and stuff. And they do, they walk into that theme song, that uh, aerobics. The one. Yeah. yeah so good. They walk in and Greg Miller has a shirt off already. And I'm like, <laughs> boy, this is going to be good. And uh, I'm sitting next to some people that I've never met, and we all start talking about kind of funny, and the panel goes really well. It's super funny. We're all laughing, and then um, I think Jeff Ramsey showed up in that panel as oh, well. Yeah. My favorite. So we're from- we're all sitting there. We're watching. Greg Miller has his shirt off. They're all dancing around and having fun, and then he like makes a phone call. He's like, "Hold on, hold on. Before we get started, I wanted to call uh, Jeff and tell him, let him know everything was going cool." He pulls out his phone and starts dialing, and then we hear a cell phone go off in the back of the room. And everybody turns around, and it's Jeff Ramsey. And we're like, oh. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeff Ramsey, for anybody who doesn't know. The man for, for Rooster Teeth, yeah. really. Yeah, he's like one of the founders of Rooster Teeth, and he's from here. He's from Alabama. I think he's from Huntsville, uh, he's Huntsville from- or Caston or something. He's from around here. So. From, from Alabama, that's all you need to know. So, from cool Alabama. dude, cool panel. Anyway, so that was like, I forget like the what all happened that weekend, but mm-hmm. I know I went to the kind of funny panel. I got to see the Game Grumps panel because this is the first year that they were at RTX. Hell yeah! Incredible. Yeah. They're awesome. so good live. Like they are so good. And someone who doesn't coming from someone who didn't at the time and still doesn't watch their content on like a daily basis. Like, like I watch Hayden. like I watch like compilation videos of all their funny moments. They put on such a great panel that, like, that alone was worth flying to Austin. So it was Texas just like Dan and Aaron? Yeah, it was just them That's too. awesome. But Dan and Aaron, they have such great chemistry that they could, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like they're not even leaving, like, video game. It's just like. <laughs> really, it really is because each episode is like a, I think Tim mentioned it before, it's like a mini podcast. It's just yeah. like them. Where you don't have, have to n- watch the game. Exactly. You don't have to. 
That's, ca- that's kind of how I am depending, like I've mentioned this before, just depending on the certain game they're playing for Let's Plays, if I like the game, I want to watch them play the game. If I don't know that game, I'm probably doing something else listening to them. So, yeah, yeah for sure. And so, Aaron, one of the bits that the Game Grumps do is Aaron does this uh, Yoda Yoda <laughs> jokes yeah. or something. Joke. I can't do it. Joke. So, so, so good. They do like a Q&A or something, and this guy comes up to the mic like at the beginning of the Q&A, and he's like, Hey, my name's so-and-so, and uh, I want to bet Aaron that I will donate $100 for every Yoda joke he can come up with on, throughout the rest of the podcast from here on out. Whoa. And so the rest of the podcast consisted of, of him and Dan <laughs> just talking and answering questions, and then Aaron would think of something, and then he would just spit it off, and it I can't remember any of them, but they were all hilarious. Because, like, so I mean, good. that's that's Aaron for you. Aaron's really good at, like, coming up with just funny stuff. And he's also, like, a really good artist and animator. Yeah. Like yeah. That too. And They're so, improv comedians. Yeah. I mean, and so they, they actually had one of the biggest... Uh, this was... RTX was held at the Austin Convention Center. It's probably big. This is, like... Imagine, like, the BJCC where you sit down, like, the main, like, arena. Mm-hmm. Like, half of that was, like, just for the game grumps. Like it was like a sold out, like not that's, sold out, but like crazy. every seat was filled. Yeah. For them. It's probably like that AW uh, AWA when we went to watch the, the music artists. Yeah. It's probably like that. It's big. like that. The AWA every every single year they have a uh like a big the big room where everybody goes for the main event and it's kind of the opening ceremony and they also show like uh like uh, stuff from last year, stuff from like through the years of the con. And just kind of like funny reels of just like stuff that goes on in the community, stuff like that. So I understand that. Yeah, it was so. like, I can compare it to MomoCon, right. where we sat down to watch the big panel for Fooly Cooly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twice that. Yeah, I, I believe that. it. That's about, how, that's, big about, in Texas. It was, that's about how big the, uh, what it is for AWA, like that when we went in there to watch some like uh, gag reels and stuff like that, it was about, uh, it was a lot of people were in there and it was you had big screens and everything and people who run the con talking at the, the front stuff like that so mm-hmm. I was going to question for you so I still do this every once in a while so like for example if I saw Game Grumps like the feeling of seeing someone that you've known for so long you probably had it when you saw Cam but like like I, if I would have Game uh, Game Over Greg I don't really care that too much but if I saw Dan and Aaron, like in real life, like I would be like, you'd freeze up. I'd be like, dude, I wouldn't freeze up talking to him, but I'd be like, dude, there they are. Yeah, yeah. So the first time, like, like physically seeing someone that you hear every single day, and I technically see him every week now with the the Power Hour. Yeah. Now imagine that, but for three days in a row, because it's it's RTX. You're going there for RTX and personalities from all these shows you watch are staying in your yeah, hotel. They're standing crazy, around in the man. lobby. That's awesome. You know, they're they're walking. That's what makes RTX so great is because they don't section off the personalities from the community. It's like okay, if 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 the head honchos of RTX, I mean of Rooster Teeth are putting on a panel, they're going to st- walk through the line with everybody else to get to their panel so you get to shake hands and take pictures and they're not like all behind the scenes, like you only see them on stage. Yeah, that's that's really that's really cool because that really shows you that like the uh, like the Rooster Teeth community is all like really mm-hmm. kind of like uh, like actual community, you know, like all together, which is awesome. That's how I knew this weekend was going to be great because on Friday that evening, after seeing the kind of funny panel, 
um, after I'd gone and seen, I, I want to, uh, whatever, after seeing the kind of funny panel and then going to the main uh, convention hall, they had all these game systems set up. And where I'm killing time for the next panel to start, and I'm standing there playing this Simpsons arcade game. And Greg Miller walks up beside me and puts his hand on my shoulder, and he's like, hey, can I play? And I was like, like yeah. I'm trying to think of like what who I could compare that to like if something that that happened to me like who could walk up next to me like if like like if Lab Fred Durst no not Fred Durst <laughs> like if if I, if I if I went to like some kind of con and this is silly to say like if Oni or if like La Beast or somebody walked up next to me and they were like hey bro can I play this I would like probably go yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably choke up or maybe somebody from like Studio Gynax or something super nerdy that I'd be like, yeah, I guess, bro. Uh. But I'm the one who, like, I feel super awkward in the sense of like, I don't want to waste anyone's time. And so I ran into Gus while I was there. I played a video game with Greg Miller and, and just seeing all these different people from Screw Attack and Rooster Teeth and stuff. I never once asked, hey, Take, take a picture. Take a picture. Right. Yeah. So I don't have any pictures with like. You didn't do like but any you video you were more so, I, 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 You were more so in the moment that you were just kind of almost in awe though. So it's like, you don't think about that. Yeah. So I have a lot of pictures from RTX, but I guess the memories is what really makes it. That's yeah. what made it good. So wrap up Friday. That was the two panels that I remember. Saturday. Saturday was really just kind of getting the feel of the convention center. Um, this is 2016 or 2017. This yeah. is the year before they do. It metal was 2016, de- yeah. by the way. So this year they didn't have metal detectors, which made it super easy. You were just in and out. But I guess RTX has grown so big now that they've implemented like metal detectors. And just based off Reddit, like the past two years, people have been standing in a line outside just waiting to get in the convention center like all day. Which makes me, because I was going to go again last year or two years ago, but I didn't. You, oh, you, to, you told me about it, yeah, how you didn't go, because you yeah. said it wasn't. Near, Dodged a bullet on that one. Nearly, you said it wasn't nearly as worth it, and it was more expensive, too, and you were just like, it was expensive the first time going by myself. I can't imagine it being more, and also with, you know, that going on. That It wasn't like, sponsored hell. by Pizza Hut. No, this was the year they were sponsored by <laughs> no. Casper. Casper why, Mattress. Why do I know that? Why did I remember that? I'm a freak. Nobody, no, nothing is ever sponsored by Pizza Hut. That's probably why. <laughs> so, so that wrapped up Friday. Friday, I'm feeling good, um, but still, it's like you're 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 amongst people who have the same interests, but it's not like I'm buddy buddy with someone. So I'm still like exactly. Al- I'm still alone. You could be like me, like no, we don't play Magic. <laughs> we don't play Magic the Gathering. Funny story. You RTX. I mean, Rooster Teeth had just released their million dollars, but. Uh, uh, card game, so everybody's playing that freaking game. I never really cared for it. It's not I mean, the good. videos are funny, but the actual card game, yeah, it's not for me. But everybody's playing that game. So when you meet somebody new, because for one, you have to stand in line for all these panels. Of course, no matter hours. what, no matter what, one hour before, no matter what badge or tier ticket that you bought, you have to stand in line. And everybody's like, "Hey, let's play." Let's. After like the third time, you've gone through all the cards. It's like yeah, you're just killing it's not. It's like time. play Cards Against Humanity five times, and you know all the cards. Yeah. How many times can you play? So that got kind of. I would have just been like, bro, let's play Uno. That never gets old. Yeah. So, so a, again, you're amongst people with the same interests, but you're not. You're still alone. And so I, that that part was kind of weird, and it it really doesn't set in until 
the convention is closed, you know, there's nothing else going on, and you really are on your own. Like, okay, yeah. well, what's for dinner? What's for yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, that's and how this I... is a this is a first for me because not only am I trying to figure out this new city, but Okay, I guess I'm gonna go I'm broke. sit in a bar by myself and eat a slice of pizza. Like, and okay. I think all of us get that too. Whenever we were at MomoCon or because we're all all together at that con, um, that whole feeling of when you're in the convention center at the con, you really feel like you are a part of like everything that's going on with all the people and all the panels and all like the uh, signings and the the dealers hall, whatever. But as soon as you go back to your hotel, it's just like you're yeah. like it's just like going back to the the real world and. I understand how you feel like because you felt like you did feel you were part of the Rooster Teeth community when you were there. Like it felt like you were not by yourself, right? And I totally understand that, yeah, because you're around like-minded people who like the same things as you. And it's like you can't you can't do that every single day whenever you go like to work or you're with like even maybe family and close friends, whatever. You feel like because they're not like maybe into everything that you are, but these people, these cons are so, right, yeah. yeah. And so I say this a lot, but I really feel like the that trip going out there and doing it by myself has really contributed to what right. I'm doing today. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking too. Like my, the path that I've chosen to go down for this year. So anyway, Friday's great. Saturday, I hit a few more panels. I watched the slow-mo guys. They did a panel, oh, cool. which was really good. The, I watched the RT podcast live. I got to watch that live. That was really good. Which I watched that too. That would have been worth it just to go um, for that, in my opinion. But I'd have to say, after seeing those panels on Saturday, really that Saturday night, all day Sunday, and that Sunday night before I flew out, was really spent at the Screw Attack side. Because one, that's at my hotel, and then two, I didn't know much about Screw Attack until being there them. at that convention. And they had, like, a whole, like, again, take, like, the BJCC floor and then fill it with arcade machines. Mm -hmm. But, like, they owned all the machines. Like, yeah. that's, like, their thing. Like their machines. Their convention. <laughs> so, Saturday night, I have video on my phone that I'll post on the, on the website. It's too long to, like, put in the video. But it's a... Screw Attack does this thing called Amiibo Cockfight or Amiibo Death Battle or something. I think it's Amiibo Cockfight. That... And so this what? is right when like amiibos were like huge and oh, everybody's yeah, buying amiibo. Yeah. That's kind of funny. And they do this challenge where you buy an amiibo and then you play with it. And as you play with like your amiibo, that amiibo levels itself up. So you can go from level like zero to a hundred. Mm -hmm. So their big thing was in this amiibo cockfight is you bring your amiibo to the convention and then they put they challenge one of their amiibo versus one of yours and they put it on CPU. And so the amiibo, it's, so there's no user input. So they, they strictly they fight, fight themselves. each other. Wow. That's pretty, that's, and that's just like yeah. no effort, but that's still interesting because you don't know, you don't know the outcome. Right. And so the, the loser of the CPU battle, they destroy that amiibo. And then off to the side, they have this table with like, these like uh, like imagine like a baseball bat with like nails in it and, and then they have like a metal grinder where like they met they'll like grind it down what? they have like a blow torch where they'll set it on fire <laughs> that sounds awesome and so the the amiibo is just like a little statue but the <laughs> yeah. chips on the bottom yeah. yeah so they'll ruin the 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 statue and then they'll smash the chip with a hammer so you'll never get it back okay so that's the, brutal let man. me let me set this up for you you know when we went to momo and in the convention, in the main hall, they had uh, 
a Smash tournament going on. Yeah. And everybody sits around the stage and everybody gets all hyped up and like everybody's cheering for whoever wins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine like cheering on for a CPU like amiibo fight. So is it like the when the DVD logo hits the corner of the screen? Right. And just everybody <laughs> goes crazy, goes wild. Yeah. It's and a good so analogy. We're all sitting yeah. there. Uh the we're in this this huge room and this is like my first this is like the first night, like Saturday night. Boom, this is our big kickoff. We're doing a Mebo cockfight. That's uh, that's I would say that and the like Rooster Teeth podcast seeing that live, that's totally worth the trip. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so we're sitting there and our hotel is serving like half price drinks and so the whole uh, crowd so r.i.p <laughs> we're all drinking we're all you'll see it in the video i i highly recommend or go to mochipodcast.com and watch this video i'll probably upload it as a i've never Mondays seen it either so we show up and within like the first two or three battles this guy has a golden mario mm -hmm. all gold mario which is already super rare yeah i think harry has one too I don't know much about Amiibo. I don't play video it's games. It's very rare. That and the silver ones were just like limited time. So he shows up with a golden Amiibo and oh he hasn't God. leveled up like all the way. And so he's like, he gets up there on stage and he's trash talking. He's like, I'm going to win. Like, I'm going to freaking win. And this guy steps up and he's like, okay, well, yeah, I guess I'll sacrifice my Amiibo to him. And they put them both on the, on the platform, set it to CPU and let them fight. And I think it's like best of three or something. And so just imagine there's a stage in the middle and then there's two projection screens on each side and like an entire arena of people like watching it, like cheering it on. Nerd alert. Because you can't. <laughs> it, it is. But yeah. you wouldn't know, honestly, like if you saw that from like just the screen standpoint, like if you're watching like a Let's Play, you there's no way yeah. you could probably tell that it was two amiibos fighting each other Somebody, right. it'd be right. like a real game it's like a real game it's like they're just using their minds if, <laughs> if anybody has been to one of these conventions and there's a smash tournament going on like just People imagine take it serious. that yeah but it's just like you have no control you don't know what the cpu is going to do you yeah. don't know it's like roulette yeah and so it's three rounds and i want to say like the first round boom the the mario comes through and he's like the guy who has it, he's like, Dude, I, I told you, I told you, I freaking told you. Then second round, it loses. And now the mood of the the, the room changes. They're like, like oh. Oh. Well, then they, they prolong out the third match before starting it because they're going back and forth. And the guy with the, the Mario, he's talking his trash. And then the screw attack guys, they're talking trash. So it comes down to round three and just... For whatever reason, the CPUs dragged this one out for so long. So it is like tense, like in the most intense room I've ever been in Everybody's for something the, like this. On the edge of their seat, they got loading their pants. Yes. And so, you know, there's really no way else to explain it. The match goes on and gets, you know, drug out. Mario loses. Damn. Wow. He loses for whatever. And then they have to destroy him. I want to see. So then they destroy him. So then. Um, typically, when the amiibo, the losing amiibo loses, the winner gets to choose its punishment on how it's. But they didn't. He turned to the Mario guy and he's like, "All right, how's it gonna be? How's it gonna be? How do you want to destroy your amiibo?" And the guy was like, "No, no, like, no, no, I'm not gonna choose." And they're like, "You have to choose. You're gonna choose how we destroy you. You talking this big game, talking how it's gonna be. How how's it gonna be?" And uh, 
the crowd's going crazy, so he kind of works up the crowd and gives into the crowd, and I think they ended up doing like the the metal grinder or something, and they grind like his face down. They grind the face off the golden Mario, and they do. All, yeah, yeah, it's hold it up. It really is. Yeah, that. It's the mm. Golden Mario Amiibo, and they have it for $75 on Amazon, so it's not a very cheap Amiibo. Yeah, and just to watch it, for one, you've played with it and, and leveled it up that's to its time. max level. It's been like a whole week. That's, 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 that's a it. lot yeah. longer leveling it up. Yeah, it's crazy. And so they destroyed it right in front of his face, and I called it all on camera, and it's just like, to be there in the room, in the crowd... To never have seen anything like that before, to be wasted off cheap alcohol. Oh no! That <laughs> when I think about RTX, I don't even think about RTX. I think about think the, about that the screw attack. That's a uh, dude. Gosh. You saw a screw attack break a man's spirit, and it was like <laughs> it was like a whole show too. Like the guy who destroys the amiibo, he's like dressed up like he doesn't have a shirt on, but he's got a mask and he's like. And super like muscular and like he plays like this. Like he's a wrestler or something. He play what's not like the Punisher, but like executioner. the, the like, executioner. Like uh, he's like the guy, the Undertaker or something, maybe. Yeah, dude. So it's all it's just made for like a super great show. And after seeing that Saturday night, my entire Sunday and Sunday night was spent at the Screw Attack convention, just seeing That's what awesome. one learning about this these people that I really don't know anything about. But um, they put on a couple of panels um, kind of talking about how their business got started, how they came to where they are back then, and really just learning who they were. Um, so that was Saturday, Sunday. But I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't really know. I don't remember any of the other big panels from RTX, like the Rooster Teeth people, though. Yeah. I mean, you said that that was literally the best part of that trip. Yeah, I was going to really say, was. even when you came home, that's like it all you talked get, about for like a week. It doesn't get bigger than like seeing Game Grumps and then seeing like Jeff Ramsey friggin' mm-hmm. all, it doesn't get bigger than like seeing that and then like the, um, what was the other name of the thing? The other other place, what was, the, what was the name of their company besides Brewster Teeth? Screw Attack. Screw Attack. They had, I don't, I, everyone is called SGC, Screw Attack Gaming Company. But that's awesome SGC. that you like, because that's such a rare occasion where you're able to experience one thing that you specifically went for. And then, like, it just so happens that you're able to experience. So you get, like, you know. And then it's, like, before you know it, it's Sunday evening and you're trying to figure out, okay, I know I need a taxi at 6 a.m. to be at the airport on Monday to fly back. And then you wake up at 6 a.m. and you're standing on the corner waiting for your taxi and Gus Sorolla and his wife are standing right next to you like, hey, man, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. How did you like RTX? Oh, it was awesome. This is my first year. Oh, no uh, way. It, it was, Shake his hand. Was, oh, man, I'm glad you... Where are you from? From Alabama. You flew all the way out from Alabama? You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so that was you. like... It just... it. You know, I, I'm sure I'm leaving a lot out, but, I, you know, RTX being that you can just be out in the convention or standing on a sidewalk waiting for your cab, and then this person that you've watched on the internet for all these years is... Just shooting it with you like it's no big deal. It's I mean, so like for example, our friends uh, uh, Morgan and all them going to Japan. Mm-hmm. They saw Haley Williams in Japan on the side of the road. What? Not like on it, the side of the road. I think it was at the airport. 
or it was like it was like in it some shop. Doesn't matter. It's Japan. It, they see Haley Williams. We saw Haley Williams in a gutter in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> she just she dropped off the grid, man. She's doing bad. Anyways, but yeah, that's crazy. Like so, you just never. I guess you never know. Honestly. Yeah. So I flew back on Monday morning, and then I wasn't in Alabama for two hours, and then I got super sick. I would caught something. The con crud is what they call it. Oh, I yeah. caught it, and I was sick for like two weeks. Well, that happened when I left uh, Texas, too. Yeah. But was, I went to Six Flags. It was really bad. It's the bad. Texas crud. That's what it does it to you. But Austin, Texas in general, as a city, you know, I spent most of my time in the convention centers, but... Um, a lot of the nights you're just kind of by yourself. You're mm-hmm. on your own really to go find food and mm-hmm. like, that's it. But like walking around Austin, Texas, it's, it's my favorite city. Not that I've been to a lot of cities, but you will to put yourself out there and be there all alone. And then to be walking throughout all these huge buildings and to feel at home, like you're walking around Birmingham. Yeah. That's awesome. It was really, it was really, really nice and yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I can't remember too much that happened. I'm but sure I, I'm leaving out a lot, but it was one of my favorite conventions that I've been to. It was the first one that I went to, and it was such a huge step. Yeah. And really proving to myself that I could do it, that I could not get like super stressed out and get super, because I get... It's do. I get you, worked what, up in situations. I get worked up it's going what, to buy shoes by myself. No, what, then, what what you did is like, dude. I, I could see anybody. That's a big step for. I mean, I've never done this before. Flying out to you know a city you've never been to for a convention you don't never been to before. You know, that's it's like it's one thing. Like if I if we had gone to a convention all together and then like you guys decided you don't want to go and I was going to go by myself, I would. But I know what that, that, that convention is about. What you did is completely different. And that's actually a huge step. So, like, I understand what you meant. Yeah, I gotta interview my mom because she was. I was homeschooled, so and my only friend was Tim. And she, when I told her I was oh, sorry, when I told her I was flying out to Texas, she was like, "You're, you're what?" I was like, "Yeah, I bought a ticket." I was like, "I need you to take me to the airport, you know, this mm-hmm. day, that so I can fly out to Texas." She's just like, "What? Are you? I'm sorry. I'm not. Is there someone you're meeting when you get out there?" Yeah. No, mom, I'm just, just me. I don't. She just like blew her mind. Yeah. Um, but getting back, and then fast forward a couple of years, like what I'm doing today, wanting to do this trip and living in a van, like that. RTX played such a huge role in proving to myself that I could do it. That I didn't need that someone else to be like, no, come with me. Let's you right, know, like right. I I need you to come with me to do this, like proving to myself, like, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's going to be stressful, you know, but you're human. Everybody's human, you know, you'll get through it. Now, with that being said, are you going to go this year, though? That's what I was going to ask. RTX this year? You talked about it. I would love to go to RTX this year because it's going to be so freaking cheap. Like, why not go? Yeah. I didn't go last year or the year before that because having gone... I mean, I'll just say it right now. If you plan on going to RTX by yourself, you're going to spend like three or $400 for a plane ticket. For a weekend hotel room, you're going to spend anywhere from fifteen to $1,800 Ooh. for a room. You're going to spend about $100 for a weekend pass at RTX. And then just throw in another $100 to eat dinner while you're there. And then if you want to buy anything while you're there too, 
add another two hundred dollars or something like. So you work a month or in a half, pretty much to, I guess, like even a basic job. Like you, if you worked like a minimum wage job, you had to work like two to three months to pay for it. If you work like a decent like ten to twelve dollar yeah. job, and you're not and paying for anything right. besides that. I was in a fortunate position to where money was not an issue, and I think that helped a lot too, knowing that I could get out there, and if just everything went to crap. And I was petrified and just having a terrible time, and I just wanted to come home. Mm-hmm. I knew that I had that safety net of like, I'll just buy a plane ticket home. I'll just go home. Mm-hmm. So like that, I guess that helped too. You know, knowing financially, like whatever situation I got into, I know that I could get out of it with right. money. I could, if for whatever reason, it was not a problem. That's right. crazy. I don't have like that at all. I'll literally go any place by myself. Yeah. Uh, and not worry about I'm, it. I'd love to have that. I, I, I'm just I, not. I, I live a stress free free life where I don't try to like stress about literally anything. I try to whenever See how I gray hair. Whenever now, whenever I go somewhere, <laughs> I try to like go with somebody else because it feels like it makes like it worth more my time to go with somebody as opposed to if I go by myself. I feel like I'm gonna like I don't know. It just won't be as quote unquote as fun, but. For what for me, I think the one of the reasons I think I enjoyed MomoCon so much is because I was with you guys, and I think it was the variety of the con because there was a lot of stuff to do at that con, and I feel like I also because the way the way you make it sound for RTX is like there was just so much variety where it felt like you were, you were almost never bored. So, uh, one thing that RTX had going for it was in the main convention hall, even if there wasn't a panel going on that you particularly wanted to see. They had a main stage in the main convention center with just personalities on there. So say that, you know, I'm in between panels. I have like two and a half hours to kill before the next panel I want to see. Well, hey, here's a personality that I'm used to watching on this main stage that's doing something, you know, playing a game or doing a Q&A or, you know, it's like, let's get a panel at RTX. Yeah. So that 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 helped too because it didn't feel like you were just kind of standing around by yourself. Like, well, I guess uh, I'm not doing anything for two hours, you know. I was really upset at Comic Con that I missed uh, Jeremy Shadow because I wanted to meet him really bad. Who that? He's a voice of Finn from Adventure Time. Mm. Yeah, he was at he was there. Well, his booth was there. He was not there. He had a panel, I think, on like Friday oh, or something. Oh, but I didn't know he was there. And I was like, man, that would been cool to meet the voice actor of Finn. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned Because I've known him since he was a baby, pretty I much. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I talked talk to, talk to you guys about walking past Eddie Deason at the Comic-Con, right? Eddie Deason is the voice of Mandark from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he said he sounds from, from he Dexter. Sounds just like it. And he... So it was like these this, uh, this mom and her two kids, and the kids wanted to get a picture with Eddie Deason. And he gets up and he literally says, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll get a picture with him. But he wasn't trying to do like his Mandark voice. That's just how he sounds all the time. So I was like, man, what? That's like, that's not nearly as bad as what's his name. The uh, the guy who does the voice of like the bird from Aladdin. I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, that's not nearly oh as bad God. as that. I know who you're talking about. He does the Aflac commercials. Yeah, it's, oh that's not bad. But name. like Eddie, Eddie Deason's voice all the time. And that's that's a voice right there. Think of it just sounding like Mandark twenty four seven. I don't remember his name. Affleck. What's his name? Affleck guy. Like, why does he say he sound like he's he's irritated and screaming at the same time, like all the time for no reason? 
but the Aflac Duck Insurance Giant. Ooh. All right, what's his name? Gilford, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilford Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah. That dude. Uh, yeah, but like, imagine sounding like I was, I was like, I thought he was just doing the voice. Like, clearly, Pee Wee Herman doesn't do the Pee Wee Herman voice all the time. But I was doesn't? like, no, <laughs> clearly not. Like, you know, you don't want that all the time. Every time you go, <laughs> don't know what kind of noise that was. That's what. But... That's his like laugh. Yeah, <laughs> that was a scream. I mean, he he literally is like talking really weird, and then he does like a car horn. <laughs> but yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, as I wouldn't know as much about like going to uh, RTX or like any, I'm not that big into Rooster Teeth the way I was at one point. And like, it's kind of like I don't want to say it's gone gone downhill, but to me, it does, it's not nearly as appealing as it once was. For I'll, I'm with you 100, percent and it's you grow out of it. There's some there's certain things that I really enjoyed a few years ago that wouldn't justify me buying, you know, spending that much money to fly out there again. Right. Being being the position that I'm in and I'll it's I mean all I'm paying for is a ticket. I'll right. for sure go again. Yeah. And uh, comparing it to cuz you said whenever we went to the dealers hall for like a Momocon how you like kind of noticed it's very similar to the one at RTX compared to like a con like RTX as compared to like just an anime and video game con like Momocon like what's like the biggest difference that you can say as far as like how things are set up or like what you, what was the biggest thing that stood out to you? Because they, I mean, they are different, but at the same time, they're also they are they are conventions. Yes, and for me, for me, Momocon was kind of underwhelming because, well, I, I don't know, I I can't say that I really expected much from Momo mm-hmm. because I had a free ticket. The only thing I paid for was the room that we slept in. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Tim, I got Sarah's ticket to go with you guys. So. It wasn't like I was really expecting anything to get there, but having, you know, Momo only be my second con and how big of a scale that RTX is, MomoCon, even though it's the huge Atlanta convention center, Mm -hmm. it was kind of small, you know, kind of like, so, I mean, the dealers, it's, it's like the same stuff you see everywhere. And, and I'm not really one to buy like knickknacks and stuff Mm because I don't watch that many shows, but. I don't know, like, the only thing that Momo had going for it was that I knew you guys. Yeah. Even the panels that we went and saw, even the, even watching the Fooly Cooly panels, like, I didn't, I don't watch Fooly Cooly, I wasn't really that familiar with a lot of the shows, panels that we all went to, um, the rooms that we sat in and watched. And so that's, that's kind of, I really can't answer that for you because what made MomoCon so special for me was just spending us. the weekend that's with you guys. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And kind of, that's kind of how I feel like if, if I was to go to RTX with like you guys or something, whatever, or you, mm-hmm. um, I'd kind of feel the same way. It could be, what? <laughs> Did you see what I said yeah. to him? But I will <laughs> say, say? I was like, I was like, I don't think you guys would want to go either that bad, but I was like, if I went with you or you guys, I don't know. Yeah, walking between the Westin and the and the Atlanta Convention Center like we did to get to the convention. It was awesome. And then how we walked down to get ramen that night. Yeah. Same thing in Austin, Texas. But it's like, Austin is like, they're all nightlife people. So like, the yeah. city really comes to life at night. And so you feel, that was really special about Austin, Texas was, you know, it, it, it felt safe, but it felt huge, but it felt at home and comfortable, but it felt, big and like kind of intimidating yeah definitely not Atlanta yeah so it was I mean I can I kind of I don't know it's hard to 
say yeah just because i wasn't i'm not as into like rtx or like r as to rooster teeth as like i used to be i feel like i would be kind of i'd almost feel like almost like an outsider kind of looking in the way you kind of looked at momocon because you're not as into like stuff that, that i am um because i feel like even though i would i would definitely enjoy the game grumps like panel and like uh but like the kind of funny panel i wouldn't know like anything i'm sure i'd think it was funny but i don't know any of those guys i don't know their personalities i don't really i've only watched a handful of the uh Rooster Teeth podcast, and I really only watch certain podcasts for like a specific person on that podcast because I like their personality as opposed to everybody on the podcast. Yeah. So it's, I feel like I'd feel the same way that you did about Momocon, where it just doesn't appeal to you as as much, but it's still like a fun experience to go with your friends. Yeah. So, but I can, I can say this though, being such a huge fan of RTA of Rooster Teeth and all the content that they put out. I watch a lot of stuff that they do. Even being there within this community where everybody feels the same way about all this fame, same stuff. It's not like I left RTX with brand new best friends that people that right. I, I'm going to have lifelong relationships with. You know, it's like I got to go and I got to see all this cool stuff and it was awesome. But it wasn't like this life changing that some right. people yeah. have. And I would say for some people who are looking to do a convention and maybe looking for that. Mm-hmm. maybe that might be a letdown because it's a bunch of nerds who sit in their room alone and watch all this internet content. Not everybody's super social and wants to talk to you and then be your best friend. So I wouldn't say... Man, where have I seen that before? I'm feeling <laughs> seriously attacked right now. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about you. I was talking about uh, all of us. <laughs> so I'd say, you see, I, I see a lot, or I have seen a lot of that within the Reddit, subreddit on Rooster Teeth of people hey, I'm going to be here, let's meet up, and let's do this. Like, uh, Rooster Teeth has a community based here in Birmingham, RT Alabama, and they put on a lot of meetups for the Rooster Teeth community here in Birmingham just to, you know, hang out, mingle people. with people with the same interest yeah. and maybe create friendships off that. And I followed them years and years ago, and they were at RTX, but I never, like, maybe that's just my personality, I never reached out to be like, Hey, I'm from Alabama too. Let's meet up and hang out and Yeah. Well, that's like reaching that's like you have one thing in like in interest with mm-hmm. someone. Like if you base your friendship off of just one thing you like, that ain't going to last. That friendship right. definitely going to last. But it's like a that's stepping the, stone. That yeah, exactly. Like that's the one thing you could lead off with. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you like your So what Hayden wanted in too. high school pretty much? What, what, we, what, what we all want in high school. What did I want in high school? Where no one ever talked to you about like content like that. Oh, yeah. And I had no friends in high school who cared at all about YouTube. And I tried to talk to people about YouTube. And they're like, I was watching Final Fantasy Factory. And I was like, oh, whatever. It's the same, same episode every single time. So, yeah. If only, man. If only. But yeah, I, I feel that. So, in closing, I would recommend it. Put, just put yourself out there, whether it be something local or a convention out of state. If you have friends to go with, great, because to me... It makes it better. It does make it better, for sure. But And cheaper. <laughs> if you're willing to put yourself out there, I would say do it. You know, don't... Save up and do it. Save up and do it. Yeah, don't yeah, put yourself in um, debt. Something I was going to say, if you're interested at all going to cons, just like, and you don't really know what you're getting into, I mean, there's always like, panels online that you could look up and like video reels that people take at the cons to kind of like scope it out but i'd always say like just go and see how you feel about it and don't make a commitment to go all weekend if you don't want to clearly because that's like a big commitment but like go for a day and if you just don't feel like it's your thing don't but 
Speaking of like uh, talking about going to Comic Con and then MomoCon, the day after Comic Con, Jay texted me and Steven in our chat on WhatsApp. He's like, dude, I'm, I miss Comic Con, man, already. And I was like, does that post con depression, man? It gets you. And then, like, later that week, he was like, dude, I cannot wait for a MomoCon. We're going all weekend. So, like, it can appeal to people. And I never thought Jay would have said that at one point. Yeah. Because Jay, he likes that kind of stuff, but he's not, like, as big into it as, like, maybe some other people are. He's not a talker. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Jay is the perfect kind of person that goes to a con to experience the con. Yeah. Not so that, to socialize. So, that's, like, that's a definitely um, a. Uh, an example of like somebody who you wouldn't expect to like a convention as much as you would think, but it really did appeal to them when it, you know, he, he, he's going to MomoCon all weekend. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm excited for Momo and to go to AWA for sure this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but which, uh, you're actually not going to be able, you might not be able to go to one of them. Was it Momo or AWA? Why? Because of uh, the that hardcore fest. Oh, that's I'm still uh, I still I might not still be going to that because like I told you, uh, like the band Half Heart, they're doing like a reunion, and somebody reached out to me saying like out of like on a whim, uh, they were like, "Hey, do you want to go with me? We have tickets." And I was like, "Yeah, if I can go, I I will go with you." But then they were like, "Oh wait, well I didn't buy these tickets. My friend bought these tickets." And I was like, "And I was like, that's cool, but if like your friend, if one of the people you." originally the, the ticket was bought for if they drop off and you guys have an open spot y'all go and it's in july june june i want to say june or july and i was like i wasn't when they told me they asked me to go i was like not like already sold on going i was like yeah i could possibly go yeah it's not like i can't saying i can't It'd go be a awesome experience because like because because the awesome band experience. the band i've talked about this on like i think our like origins episode or talk about episode where we were really getting into music or maybe this episode didn't even come out talking about how i got into have heart and that was like one of the first like actual hardcore bands that really like appealed to me and i listened to them for the first time and like it was like a year after they had already broken up and so like in their hometown the show that the people my friends are going to is in their hometown of boston and like their last show you can go watch it on youtube half hearts last show it's ridiculous. There's like, I mean, everybody is Pack on stage. Room. It's it's insane. So the fact that they're even doing reunion shows right now is crazy. We talked about it on the last episode with Hunter um, a little bit. And so like somebody offered to give me a ticket and I was already like, I'm probably not going to be able to go because I feel like these tickets weren't bought for me intentionally. But if somebody yeah. drops off and y'all need somebody to use the ticket, if they don't sell it, of course. You're going to yeah. become Zach with Momo. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the ticket. Um, they want to go. It's in Boston, which going to Boston would be awesome. I'd love to go to that. Yeah. Um, Especially like during like the summer. Yeah, it'd be. Oh, I've heard somebody. Not get, Boston during the winter. It'd be <laughs> so it's great. Like negative thirty-one degrees. Dude, screw yeah, that. That's, that's no, gonna be a bad oh, time. I don't yeah. think you have like the equipment for that type. No, I, it's a different kind of winter up there, man. Yeah, but, it is. Um, like if I can go to that, that's fine. But uh, to me, go. I think. That'd be a lot more expensive, in my opinion, than going to a con for just a day. Oh, 100%. So, if I can go to, if I can go to one, I'll try. If I can go to the Boston thing, of course I will. But if I can't, no big deal. I wasn't, like, dead set on going. It was just kind of a possibility given to me. So, but yeah. Welcome back. Well, the funny part is, cons and hardcore shows, uh, there's a bunch of people that smell like dirt. Um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Zach! <laughs> Zach, is that the... What, 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 he destroyed our mood lighting. Zach, you gotta stop drinking beer, man. I'm just getting started, brother. The memory card was full, okay? And so, 
you're you're going to see me and Hayden in this podcast, but the audio <laughs> listeners, thank you so much for listening to the Mochi Mochi podcast. You can find our podcast on Twitter, well, Instagram. Well, you can find us on the Mochi podcast. It's a shame you can't see me right now. On Mochi Podcast, are you hosting a uh, a Doki Doki panel right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, we like this. I said, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> I'm sorry. Close this out, Tim Bob. All right, Tim Bob. Thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Moshi Moshi Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us at MoshiPodcast.com. You can find us also on Spotify, Apple Music. You can find us on Anchor. You can also find us... Uh, man, I sound completely so different weird. on this mic. Wow. Okay. You can... Uh, it's the press. I did not... I did not... Have sexual relations? No, I did not. I definitely <laughs> did not. I did not. I was never on that podcast. That was wrap yeah, it up. Henry. Wrap it up. Okay, this is anyway, a long sorry. episode. <laughs> it's a long one. But anyway, you can find us on all the major streaming platforms. You can find us also on YouTube, where we have a video podcast every single week. Thanks again to our sponsor, which uh, during our technical technical difficulty. Blah, 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 blah. So thank you to Anchor. Uh, you're beautiful as always. Well. Sponsor a little bit sporadic this week. We don't have a sponsor this week. This week's episode is sponsored by Mochi Podcast, brother. We always have a sponsor. Us. No, we we have successfully fulfilled our anchor sponsorship. We have been fully paid out. Sponsor said thank you for the sponsorships, and so we're waiting on the next one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so who knows? Well, damn. Uh, well. Pizza Hut, hit our DMs. <laughs> yes, please. Or Orange Coke, vanilla. Or Verve, or Crunchyroll, or RTX, Pop-Tart, or Screw Attack. Or Red Bull Pop-Tarts. I need It's my idea. Or Coca-Cola Orange. We're officially selling out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of podcast. Uh, yeah, it's been a great day. I've been your host, Tim. Next to me has been your host. I don't know why I got quieter. It's Zach. Next to me is my beautiful, handsome roommate now because my other one left me hated. And our special guest, Lake, who is exceptionally gorgeous too. Here's a question for you. Should we should we keep referring to Lake as a guest or is he just on the podcast? He is the podcast. He's a reoccurring guest. It's the Lake guest. Lake podcast, okay? He's a, he's a reoccurring guest. So. All right, he, bye. Bye. Welcome to your